formerly known as a family-friendly theme park, Knott's Berry Farm brings out a show for their Halloween-themed month of October that is filled with drag queens and sadomasochists dressed up with a scene from hell akin to what has been seen recently by the likes of Sam Smith at the Grammys. And Britney Spears has seemingly gone completely off the rails as we look at some of her strange behavior, including her interview with Diane Sawyer, where it looks like she sees some spiritual entity enter the room and through her Instagram page is now promoting the famed occultist, magician, and Satanist Eliphaz Levy, who is best known for his depiction of the Sabbatic Goat, or better known as the Satanic Baphomet. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at what used to be known as a family-friendly place to take the kids, a theme park located not too far from our home church here in Simi Valley, and see some of the stuff they've gotten into, as well as what on earth has happened to Britney Spears. But before we get into that, we'd love for you guys to make sure you like and subscribe to the Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel, like this video, as well as if you are listening via podcast, make sure to leave a five-star review. All that just helps to get these messages out so we can warn people about the dangers that are out there. And as we get into this, it is a sad thing. I know for, for me personally, I've taken my family a number of times to Knott's Berry Farm, but we never do that in October. And I honestly have never even seen what they do during October, but something that is called Knott's Scary Farm is not something that I would like to do with my family or even my friends or myself, because the Bible is very clear. We need to avoid even the very appearance of evil. And so when they start promoting this, and this is supposed to be the 50th year of Knott's Berry Farm promoting this uh, event and actually doing Knott's Scary Farm for the month of October, it was recently brought out by a number of people filming the show that is now a part of this, one that they say is not for children, and this is more for adults. Really weird to have shows that are just for adults at a theme park. But nonetheless, the show is called Music, Monsters, and Mayhem. And according to the description, Music, Monsters, and Mayhem takes you on a scintillating and provocative musical journey celebrating 50 years of terror and frights, featuring a rock and score, wild laughs, and a cast of singing and dancing monstrosities bound to get your heart racing with screams of delight. Now, Knott's Berry Farm uh, hosting this is kind of interesting for a couple of different reasons. One, people may not know this, but Knott's Berry Farm actually had a church on the facility since 1955 until it was removed in 2020. And it was ultimately a place that grew in people understanding and going to amusement parks through what happened during the Depression because when that was going on, they began selling uh, these chicken and pie dinners 
And the lines just kept going and going and eventually became this amusement park. And it is actually the place where the boysenberry was invented. And I love boysenberries, but sadly enough, I don't want them with a side of Satan. And that seems to be what's going on here. And as you watch this video, because it is quite disturbing, you have not only a... You, I, it's so hard to you know mix this up. Is it a tranny or is it a drag show? Uh, in this case, we have a drag show or a drag woman, a drag queen or whatever they call them, actually starting the show after being introduced by a witch and then inviting people to hell. And you have people in cages dealing with sadomasochism, dancing in the rain, and finishing this entire performance, as you will see, with the song Highway to Hell. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I am working 100% freelance these days, so I am available to come to your place of business or corporate event to do management training, motivational speaking, and team building. I also, as I said, work children's parties. All right, boys, drag me to hell. Now, a lot of people have seen this clip, and obviously it's quite disturbing, uh, this kind of show to be put on at any sort of event, but weird to be happening at Knott's Berry Farm, if we're being honest. And as we mentioned before, it does seem like things we've seen in the past, but before we get into that, it's also interesting, and if you watch this clip, this is from uh, our video, They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll, which is actually the video that I watched and then ultimately gave my life to Christ after watching. And if you see in this clip, one of the things that they sold their souls for rock and roll warned about is some of the promiscuity, some of the things that were going to be coming down the road here in America because of some of the the lascivious nature of not only music, but the culture and what it's pushing. And actually, when you look at it, some of the outfits that you see that are in this performance actually look exactly like some of the actual outfits that were worn on the streets for some of these disgusting parades of debauchery. Anything that you can find in a hardware store uh, we know how to play with real well. I am into heavy play with whips, props, I like electricity. Not only in those just grotesque clips do you see the sort of behavior that they are promoting and joking about and so forth, and it is a place that will lead you directly to hell, but it does look, especially when you look at, first of all, there's somebody dressed as a woman that's a man, Similar to the recent Grammys performance, there is someone in a cage, the hell theme around them. It actually looks like a recent performance by none other than Sam Smith. And you can actually watch uh, what's going on here and how it's so much similar to this new performance there that it's kind of eerie. And you can actually see from this clip, you can actually get this from our video, The History of Satan Worship at the Grammys. The performance has been called a satanic display by many who watched, 
and in a now-deleted reply on Twitter to Sam Smith's pictures previewing the performance, the official CBS Twitter page said, We are ready to worship. So just what were they worshiping? Well, the seductive display of half-naked worshipers bowed down to Smith while he displayed himself in a top hat with devil horns. As flames marked much of the performance as his co-star was kept in a cage as his hellkeeper. You know, what's sad is you have these, you know, actors and so forth, some of them obviously at the theme park or whether it is Sam Smith becoming an actor as well. Uh, when you look at them, what you're seeing over and over again is they think of themselves as court jesters, but ultimately they're the ones who the trick is being played on for many of them. And I think that that Satan is ultimately playing a trick on you if this is what you are being entertained by. And sadly enough, when we look at the scriptures, we see that this is the road of folly. This is the way of folly rather than going to the wisdom of God and turning to the wisdom of God and trusting in God and seeking him out. People seek out this folly and this nonsense and this grotesque behavior. And sadly, when you look at people welcoming audiences to hell, when you look at people dancing and singing songs that they're on the highway to hell, this is exactly what the Bible describes for those who do not want the wisdom of the Lord. You are not just riding on the fence. Jesus was very clear in Matthew 12, 30. He was not with me, is ultimately against me. You do not need to be dancing in some weird thong in order to be a part and be, take part in this wickedness. Ultimately, you could simply just have compl the complacency of a fool, and that will be your destruction. But as it says in Proverbs 8.36, those who do not love the wisdom of the Lord, ultimately what they love is death. If they do not seek out, they do not love the wisdom of the Lord, ultimately what they love is death. And this is just a picture of that. And all of this, we may be looking at Sam Smith and, 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 and these grotesque displays at Knott's Berry Farm and other places. But another thing that has come to our attention here is the sad reality of just the lunacy and the debauchery, but as well as the destructive nature of falling down this. Obviously, you watch Sam Smith when he was a younger man being, uh, you know, obviously much thinner, much healthier, it looks like. Sadly, even though he was practicing homosexual back then and still is today. But now you see even the deterioration of his health, uh, what he looks like. And this is not only true of him, but even others who have fallen down this path, who have been used by Satan. Because when you look at the likes of Britney Spears, who recently a lot of people are very, very concerned because they are watching videos on her Instagram page where she's dancing around, swinging knives around her, looks just dead in her countenance, uh, dogs just running around doing whatever. And it's like, man, people were so concerned about freeing Britney and getting her out of her conservatorship. And now they're really concerned that Britney's ultimately a slave right now to the very things that are corrupting her. And this has been a long deterioration. It's not something that happened just all of a sudden. In fact, in this clip, this is before, guys. Remember, this is somebody who started out as a pop star, then became a seductress for so many people with songs like Toxic and so forth, dancing and gyrating herself around. And then she went into hiding, it seems. But before that, before she was shaving her head and attacking people with umbrellas, she was actually 
being interviewed by Diane Sawyer. And watch this clip because it literally looks like a spiritual entity comes in the room and freaks her out. You've had a rough year. You've had a year that would test a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Illness in the family. Mm -hmm. A breakup this spasm of publicity about what happened in from mexico to london it was pretty rough yeah um yeah it's kind of weird ah weird hello um oh my goodness hello ew strong Brittany. um yeah it was a weird Now, when you see this deterioration and you see her just going off the rails and see where she is today, one of the things that recently came up was that she was promoting a specific book. And the book that she was promoting was by the satanic occultist and magician Eliphaz Levy. And the book that she was promoting was The Doctrine and Ritual of High Magic. And while seeing the term high magic or ritual magic may get a lot of people's ears up, I think a lot of people don't really know who Eliphas Levy is. And so we're going to bring on Pastor Joe today to discuss just who this guy is and why this seems to be so diabolical and why when we look at the trajectory starting from the start to the finish, and sadly enough, if she doesn't repent, it probably is going to finish pretty quickly, of of Britney Spears, we go, wait a second, this is being promoted here, and why is this such a big deal, you know, with this occultist? So, Pastor Joe, who is Eliphaz Levy? Yeah, Eliphaz Levy was somebody that we've exposed numerous times. Uh, in fact, on one of our Good Fight shows, Chad, I think it was a few years back, we had a, a series on the secrets behind the secret societies. And we'll talk about what his secret was, which was, it's totally satanic. He's a Satanist. And uh, and anybody who understands Satanism knows he was a full-blown Satanist. So here you have Britney Spears, one of the biggest icons of, you know, of, you know, pop music. Uh, still to this day, with huge following as a, a legacy pop star. Uh, she is just, uh, you know, throwing him out there or her handlers, same spirits, probably using all the same people, right? Uh, and it's interesting because Aleister Crowley, the most highly regarded Satanist of history now, uh, is has was heavily influenced by him. In fact, Crowley believed he was a reincarnation of Levy. He felt he was, he told people that he was Levy reincarnated. And Levy, of course, is the one who uh, drew the picture of the Baphomet. There were different ideas of what the Baphomet would look like that was supposedly worshipped by the Knights Templar and so forth. But he actually drew it out with this goat-headed hermaphite kind of being with women's breasts and males, phallus and so forth. A uh, really perverse, goat-headed demon god, which was used by Crowley, which was uh, used by uh, the Church of Satan as part of their sigil. Uh, so, you know, he's influenced Satanism incredibly. And it's interesting as well, because when you look at Amazon's write-up, you know, their description of the book that she's promoting there, they describe it as, the doctrine and ritual of high magic reignited the esoteric spiritual search in the West and led to the emergence of Madame Blavatsky, Manly P. Hall, and the New Age Revolution. They're basically saying, we usually talk about Blavatsky and Aleister Crowley as you know the cornerstones of, of the New Age Revolution, but uh, they point out in this book that he had an immense influence on who they became, and he did as an occultist, as, as a Satanist. And 
And no doubt about it, he was a Satanist. And I think that's important that people understand this is she's promoting Satanism. That's what we've been telling people for years. It's not just the Marilyn Mansons and so forth. It's, it's the pop stars. I mean, watch our video. As Chad mentioned earlier, they sold their souls for rock and roll. Uh, uh, when you look at what he was promoting, it was pure Gnosticism. And we don't have time to get into the cosmology of Gnosticism, of course, but it was, but in a nutshell, it was an inversion of Christian truth, of biblical truth, of reality. Uh, in fact, Satan was turned into the Savior, and Yahweh becomes the the the, uh, the evil one, and following Satan becomes good, and, and turning against the Creator, Yahweh, uh, is also good. So this is important to understand because when we look at he had a he had got had a book called The Great Secret, and again. Uh, when I was studying the occult years ago, looking at what the secrets of the secret societies were, it all came back to the same basic teaching. We are gods. Satan's lie in the Garden of Eden. What Satan taught uh, that we, we can become as gods and what we're seeking to become as Crowley taught, do what thou wilt, shall be the whole of the law. Do your own thing, self-actualization, uh, come and try to touch with your true self. It's all Satanism. So when you look at what he wrote in the final chapter of the great secret, uh, he peels back the great secret of, of the occult, which is Satanism. It's the, uh, the, the, you know, basically we are God. In fact, check this out. Here he teaches that the tree of knowledge of good and evil is actually the tree of life. And it's not not really the tree of death. And that those who say it's the tree of death it are really, that's Satan and his followers, meaning God is Satan now. The tree of knowledge is not a tree of death except for Satan and his apostles. He says, but to us, it is the tree of life. In fact, he goes on to write, and I think this is important of what the message is, that when you partake of the tree of, what is really a tree of knowledge, and evil, the tree of death, when you partake of it, you don't really die. What you get, you become a partaker, you realize your divinity. And he states this, and thus will be realized the promise of the symbolic serpent. You will be as gods, knowing good and evil. So, I mean, he's just promoting outright Satanism. That's what Gnosticism is. New age, the new spirituality, what's called the new age movement today, is neo-Gnosticism. And New Agers need to come out of Gnosticism, out of, which is really Satanism, and come to Christ. You know, Eliphaz Levy, look what he says about Satan. He says that Satan, quote, is that angel who is proud enough to believe himself God, brave enough to buy his independence at the price of eternal suffering and torture, beautiful enough to have adorned himself in full divine light, strong enough to reign in darkness amidst agony, and to have built himself a throne on an extinguishable pyre, which is a bunch of bunk. It's not an inextinguishable uh, pyre because he's going to to the lake of fire forever and ever where there'll be no uh, rest day and night for eternity. When you see this, when you see all the stories, you know, with Levy and, and, and all that, and they think they have some freedom and we've gotten to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It's really the tree of life if you go over here. And none of them realize really the bondage that they're in. And a lot of people, sadly enough, don't see the end of them. All they do is they recognize all the good things, all the hallmark moments and all that. And I know when I, before I got saved, but when I say before I got saved, it's literally maybe an hour before I got saved or something, you know, watching through They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll, the three-hour version, not the 10-hour version. I watched that after I got saved. But in the three-hour version, watching Elvis Presley, it just, before I'm even saved, I'm looking at somebody that this is like a really good looking guy. And of course, Satan would use him if Satan's real at the time. Now I know he is, but but of course, Satan would use him. He's a good looking guy. He can get people over to him and, and he's a good entertainer. He's shaking his hips, doing his thing. But then by the end of it, you see this deterioration where at the end, 
he is a chewed up wad of gum. I mean, he looks disgusting. He's just a sweaty, you know, overweight guy with sideburns out. That's how typically, by the way, when you go to Las Vegas, the impersonators dress up like that, not the handsome one. And I was like, wow, isn't that weird that he would be used in such a way, chewed up and spit out. And Britney has gone down the exact same path. And so did Michael Jackson. I mean, you look at Michael Jackson as a little boy, cute little boy. And then all of a sudden at the end, he's just an amalgamation of, you know, uh, you know, some fillers here and some fillers there and cutting out cheeks or whatever it is that he's doing. But Britney Spears as well. You look at her, they're like, free Britney, free Britney, so she can get out of this conservative shit. And I don't, I'm not saying that that was a good thing either, but when you look, she started out as this pop bubblegum princess that most kids that age probably had some sort of crush on her. Then she's the seductress. Then she's kissing women on a stage with Madonna and, and uh, Christina Aguilera. And then all of a sudden she's shaving her head. And now what you look at, I, I mean, it is disgusting and it's just rolled up paper now thrown to the side that people are watching and are like, free Britney from what? And ultimately, Joe, I don't think people really understand the bondage that she's in and that so many others are in as well. Yeah, because people don't see, understand the spiritual world. Uh, and, you know, obviously after she's kissing a Madonna at this wedding with Christina Aguilera, you know, three of them, uh, she then gets introduced by to Kabbalah and the occult, which Levy was also pushing. Uh, and now we see uh, Levy being, the, the Satanist being promoted. Uh, you see all that going on now. And, and the common denominator, whether it's Levy and Crowley, was just blubbering at the end of his life. And so lost, he was, said he was like mystified at the end, what, what went wrong kind of thing uh, before he died. And you mentioned Elvis. What do they have in common, you know, uh, the spirit world? Elvis felt he was in touch with spirits from a very young age. And he was. He's being used by them. And all these artists are being used to drag people away from God down this broad road to destruction. But you're so right, Chad, and you make some great points there because Satan comes to still kill and destroy, but Jesus comes that we might have life, we might have it more abundantly, and he's the only one that sets us free. Uh, she needs she needs Jesus, man. Jesus said, I'm, I, you know, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. He says that the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. He says his disciples would know the truth. The truth would set them free. So Chad and I, man, we want you guys to be free. You can only be free through Jesus Christ who paid for your sins, right, Chad? And and through coming to him, we get forgiven of our sins. We get set free from Satan's bondage because we are translated, the Bible says, out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So our prayer is that Brittany and as many of these people as possible come to Christ. Now, some have hardened their hearts so much, they'll never come. But I'm not going to cast judgment on those who are too hard because God saved the Apostle Paul called himself Amen. the chief of sinners after he was having Christians killed. So that means you could be saved too. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Praise the Lord. This has been Chad Davidson of 511 News and Pastor Joe Schimmel. God, God bless. bless. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.